0: All right, let's jump right into today's episode. Hey there, and thank you for joining me today. In this episode of the Paralegals on Fire show, I'm going to talk about paralegal salaries. I know this one might get me in trouble, but it has to be said. So let's jump right in. It all started about six or so months ago, where recruiters are getting desperate to fill paralegal positions. I've been getting LinkedIn messages from recruiters and from some attorneys, all of them asking me if I know of a paralegal who might be interested in a position they're trying to fill. And that's because everyone's trying to fill paralegal positions. And most of the time, it's the same positions from different recruiters. Right now, there's such low unemployment in the paralegal job market that people are reaching out directly to see if you know of someone who knows of someone So I thought it would be a good topic for today's show, especially because I received yet another message on LinkedIn this morning from a recruiter asking if I knew of anyone. First, what I wanted to respond is no, and that's not my job. That's your job. That's what you were hired to do. Go find a good candidate and you're getting paid a nice commission to do it. So go find them. But what I said instead was, well, maybe it's time they start paying paralegals more money. Maybe add a signing bonus. Maybe add a few days per week working from home. And maybe it's time recruiters are honest with those law firm managers when they call the recruiter and ask them to fill a position. Tell them that the salary is too low. Tell them, if you want me to be able to fill that position for you, you're going to have to offer more money. Because let's face it, it is time to significantly increase paralegal salaries. And I'm not just talking about increasing the starting salaries so that you can recruit top talent. That's a must. I'm talking about also increasing base salaries for new and entry-level paralegals and increasing paralegals who are current employees. Because if you don't, someone else is going to. They're going to easily be able to offer them fifteen dollars to $20,000 for a bump in salary and get them to leave the firm. Especially if they're already under market. If you preemptively increase their salaries by say ten or fifteen thousand dollars, it's going to be a lot harder for another firm or recruiter to recruit your paralegals away. You know, law firms do that to attract their top talent from law schools for the new associates, and then others follow suit they see that maybe Cravath raises their starting salaries of associates to 190,000 and then other firms start following suit and even the smaller firms know that okay they got to bump theirs by another 10 or 20,000 maybe not to 190 but everybody's bumping and bumping and bumping because if they don't then all of those associates would only be working for those top 5 firms that bumped the salaries last year right so I looked up some statistics, and according to NALP, the National Association of Legal Professionals, they said um, this was 2021, January 2021. First year associate salaries at big law firms were 190 thousand. First year, right out of school, and Cravath, I think, was at 205. I think the survey said. So then I I looked back and I looked at the last five years for first year associate salaries and essentially in 5 years those salaries have gone up by $45,000 total over the span of 5 years. Now you might be saying, well, and that's just for amlaw 50 firms. In that same survey they said that the average of all first year associates nationwide, big and small firms, the average was 165. Anyone who's listening today knows if you've ever worked in a law firm a paralegal with five or more years of experience is worth a heck of a lot more than a first-year associate. Now, I'm not saying that by the paralegal's fifth year, they should be making $190,000. I'm not saying that at all. But for the law firms out there, you know, the recruiters especially who might be listening today, if you want to be able to recruit, if you want to be able to hire and keep your top paralegal talent, You need to do the same thing that you do when you hire and try to keep your top associates. Pay them a lot more money than the other firms are and treat them as professionals. That's what's really important. If you're a paralegal listening to this, you might be saying, well, Ann, you're preaching to the choir because, of course, we want to see an increase in pay. But part of this will fall on paralegals because if you want to see an increase in salaries, you've got to stop accepting positions that you know are below what you really want to be making. So let's say that recruiter calls you on the phone or messages you and says, hey, are you open for an opportunity? And you say, yeah, maybe. Let me hear about it. When they ask, you know, what are you making now? Your answer should be, Well, this is what I want to make in a salary in order to move from this firm. In order to make a move from this firm, this is the salary I want. It's X. And make that a big number because what you're making now is irrelevant. Maybe you're being underpaid right now. The question and the answer is what's it going to take for you to make that move? And it should be a big number. And it's not, you know, I don't always necessarily recommend that you leave because the grass isn't always greener on the other side. I'll probably do a whole other episode on why it's not a good thing to leave just because you think the grass is greener somewhere else. But if they've approached you and you were maybe already interested in looking at another job or other job opportunities, when you do make that occasional career move, make it a big, big jump in salary. Because that's probably the only one you're going to get unless you jump again, right? Because you're just going to get 2 to 4% salary increases every year. You know, the worst thing they can do is say, nope, that's too high. Or the recruiter maybe says, oh, I know that that firm's not going to pay that amount of money. Well, that's okay. You've got a job. They're the ones who have a position that they have to fill. So let's say you're currently making $80,000 in your base salary. And maybe with some overtime and bonus, you're around $90,000. Ask for a $100,000 base at your current or at the future firm that you're interviewing for. I would ask for $100,000. I know it sounds pretty bold, a $20,000 increase, but if they want you bad enough, they'll pay it. And here's the thing it's because you can't count on big raises and bonuses. You know, you might say to yourself, Well, technically, I'm already making 90 with raises and bonuses. You don't know what that new firm is going to give you in a raise and bonus. In fact, you probably won't even qualify that first year for a bonus. So according to the Bureau of Labor and Statistics, this was an article I pulled up in Forbes um, this morning. So it said that uh, the average of all places, you know, Small towns, big cities, and all that. The average salary for paralegals was fifty-five or fifty-four thousand, somewhere around there. Um, You know, part of the solution in fixing this problem is for paralegals to start demanding more money when they're approached, especially by recruiters. You know, there's an employee shortage right now, and this is the time where, if as a profession, the entire paralegal profession wants to make a change this is when you make that change, where the change can be an overall increase in all paralegal salaries. So let me give you an actionable strategy to take away today, because that's what this podcast show is all about. I'll include a link to this in the show notes. Ask yourself, how much money do I want to be making one year from now and three years from now? And actually write it down. Let's say that you're currently making, say, $50,000 right now. You're a new paralegal. Um, And this strategy is also for experienced and senior paralegals who are already up there. So, not, you know, write down what you are making and then what do you want to make? What do you think that you deserve? What should you be making? Make it a reasonable number, but a big number. And so ask yourself, you know, where do I want to be three years from now? And then backtrack to know what do you need to do to be making X, Y, Z in one year and then in two years. So let's say you're at that $50,000 now, and you want to be making $75,000 a year. You're tired of having to work that second job to help support your family and and all of that on this low paralegal salary that you're making. So you want to be making $75,000. Well, instead of saying, all right, a 4% raise next year, that gets me to 52. And then the following year, you know, if I'm lucky, maybe I'll be at 57, right, by three years out. When what you really want is in three years, you want to be making $75,000. So find out what skills does a $75,000 a year paralegal have to have and say, all right, well, I don't have this, this, or this. Go out there and get those skills. Make a career development plan, put check-ins on your calendar and get those skills, and then prove that you have those skills at your current firm. Ask for more money at your current firm instead of wanting to leave, especially if you like where you're working, you're just not making enough money. But do that before your annual raise time so that management is aware that you've got these new skills, you've been advancing your career, you know. It's nearly impossible to get more money after that budget amount is already spent or, you know, raises or in bonuses are already calculated. It's almost impossible to go back in reverse, you know. What you want to do is go into that performance review meeting or go in to speak to your supervisor and say, "Here's the new skills that I've developed this year. This is how I'm adding value to the firm or to the company, and this is what I would like" To see an raise or bonus, I know it sounds bold, but it's what's got to be done if you want to be able to fast track your paralegal career. All right, so I'm going to do a whole separate episode that's going to focus on how exactly to do that, right? How to prepare for that meeting, and but for now, in your planning phase, download that worksheet and start planning your career development and what skills that you want to be able to get to make X. One other action step that you can take is if you're approached by a recruiter about a potential position, remember, it's not what you're currently making. That's actually none of their business, I think. It's about what do you want to make? What do you want to make in order to make that move so that when you know they ask the question, what are you currently at? It's because they're thinking they can give you like a 10% boost and you'll be happy. So if you're making 50,000 a year and you tell them I'm making 50,000, they think if they can get you a job for 55, you'll leave. And then they get their 15 or 20% commission on that 55,000, right? And they get to fill that position. If you really want an increase in your salary and they say, how much are you making? Your actionable strategy that you're taking away from today is to answer that with, well, that's irrelevant, really. It's how much do I want to make if I want to make this move? And what I want to make is $75,000 a year. And yeah, even if you're currently at 50, if you want to be making $75,000 a year within three years, where you're at right now, then when they call you and they ask you, how much are you making? Your actionable strategy number two is don't be tempted. Don't be tempted to be recruited away unless that number is a really big number. All right. Well, thank you for listening today. I hope that you have an awesome day. Bye for now. All right. That's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, hit the subscribe button in whatever platform you're listening. And please take a quick minute and leave a review of the podcast and share this episode with just one colleague or friend who you think would benefit from what we discussed today. Share the knowledge and the entire paralegal profession elevates. See you next week. Bye for now.